4: Hello and welcome. It's our number two, our number two of our radio program. And this hour, we break the glass ceiling over 20 years of Maller monologues and never before, never before have we gone down gymnastic highway and we are popping our cherry right now. Gymnast Simone Miles quit for Team USA. The big story here at the Tokyo Olympics recently, and the popular opinion is she's a hero for doing it. We push back against the machine that is trying to one-up each other. It's a urinating contest, a pissing contest. Everyone tries to say, no, no, I like Simone Biles more. No, no, she's she's not a quitter. No, she is. I'll explain why right now in our number two. Raising the Olympic version of the white flag for the world to see. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are together in the air everywhere as we frighten the horses coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the coaster, the roller coaster, the Nocturnal Life, the Fox Sports Radio studios. And so our lead this hour comes from the Tokyo Olympics. Now, I promised you that we wouldn't go all in on the Olympics because we're meat and potatoes. And typically, there's not a lot of crossover in this format. Sports talk radio. We talk about things that aren't boring, and let's be honest, most of these sports in the Olympics are boring. That's just the reality. And so, I've always been reluctant to discuss fringe sports, and that's where these games cater to the bizarre, not the mainstream sports. Yeah, I know they have basketball, they've got baseball, and things like that, but they also have a bunch of other stuff that we don't typically watch. Uh, I have been doing this for many, many years. I have never done a monologue about gymnastics. It's never happened. It's about to happen. Uh, And the story here is not so much about gymnastics. It involves Simone Biles. A number of my big supporters here, the Nimrods, the P1s, are reaching out to me during the day. Hey, did you see what happened? Were you going to talk about it on the show? Yes. I'm now going to talk about it. So I think you know where I'm going, but maybe not. Maybe you've had your head buried in the sand and you don't pay attention. Just ignore all this. But uh, it, it's really a tale that is not, as I said, so much about Olympics uh, or gymnastics, rather as it is about the direction of sport as a whole. What it appears to be, where where it appears to be going, right? Which direction it's going? Do we need to get out our compass and redirect things? Now the Russians ended the United States women's goal of a third straight team gymnastics gold medal because of Simone Biles exiting stage right in the middle of the event, the cameras of the Peacock, or is it NBC? It's one and the same there, caught Biles telling the team doctor for the U.S. Olympic team there that, quote, I don't want to do it. I'm done. And just like that, that's it. The four-time, highly decorated Olympic gold medalist leaving the floor with the trainer after the opening routine. She was not physically injured, didn't hurt herself, uh, but her uh, status for the Olympics uh, is in doubt. Now she's not going to participate in the uh, event on Thursday, and likely will not participate in any more of the events in the Olympics. Although that has yet to be determined, so it's a polite way of saying she uh, essentially had a nervous breakdown here, or at least that's that's the the company line. So uh, the moment too big for whatever reason, even though the moment had not been too big in the past. Biles entered these games as the most hyped and celebrated canonized athlete competing in Tokyo. This is a big story. This is a big Olympic story. So let us discuss. Now, what do you make of the Simone Biles story, the reaction to her quitting on the Tokyo Olympics there, which has been over the top? People have been trying to one-up each other to say how much they like Simone Biles, and it's not her fault. Even though it is her fault. So, my observations you've got military, 1990s rock band, and Chicky Baby. And we will lock all of these together. Now, number one. Number one. Yeah. So, we will begin with this. Uh, we aren't going to claim for a nanosecond to be any kind of gymnastic expert. We're not. Uh, my wife loves the gymnastics events and goes out of her way to watch them. I don't. Like the rank and file, we generally speaking know very little. You say diddly squat about a cartwheel versus a bridge or a handstand or a forward roll or a backward roll. We know which direction those are, but we're not experts. Nevertheless, we know a quitter when we see one. And right now, the biggest quitter in sports is Simone Biles. She raised the white flag. And I'm going to explain this to you like you're five years old. We believe in truth and broadcasting. The going got tough here, and she tossed in the sponge. And you can spin, 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 and many people are. More on that in a minute. But there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They have a saying in the military when you do something like this. It's called going AWOL. Simone Biles went AWOL, right? AWOL stands for absence without leave and basically means You are not where you are supposed to be at a particular time. Like continuing to finish the event that you started, a dereliction of duties. Desertion is what it is. And when the music stops, that is the naked truth. You can say, no, you're mean. You're the meanie. Shame on you. How dare you? But those are the facts, spitting facts. And the thing that upsets me and again I'm not an Olympic gymnast fan but the thing that upsets me is the selfish nature of this and people are overlooking that taking the spot of someone who would not have given up that would not have quit I mean think about it. there's some person out there we have no idea who she is but there's some faceless gymnast who missed getting on team USA by one spot who would not have walked away who would have loved the opportunity to be in Tokyo and to compete Could have been a life-changing opportunity. But instead, they're sitting home somewhere watching Simone Biles. "Ah, I'm done. Uh, I'm not going to do it anymore. That's it. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. And the second thing, at its core, at its core, the issue is really bigger than Simone Biles. It gets down to the very bedrock of athletic competition. Now I admit my problem is I was raised to follow. I, I talk about this a lot, the code of the West, right? You, you always finish what you start. You take pride in your work, and those are important things in a, in a life. To me, a life well lived is you don't quit. You just don't quit, uh, and you know even if you're gonna you know take it on the chin, you take it on the chin with a smile on your face, and that's just the reality of the situation. But that's the very bedrock of athletic competition. As I understand it, right, sports are designed to test the resolve of those that choose to compete. And I understand, a lot of things have gone upside down recently. a lot of things have gone upside down. but this is part of that. Like right? the pendulum has swung so far off into what I believe is the wrong direction. It's at the point now where you actually gain more clout by being a quitter than winning a medal. You earn your weight in gold bullion in clout by walking away. This is a 180-degree turn from the history of sport. I think it's some of the great quotes. Vince Lombardi, winners never quit, quitters never win, from the, the Green Bay Packers. Michael Jordan, famous quote for the Chicago Bulls, if you quit once, it becomes a habit, never quit. And now you are tagged as a quasi-hero for screaming, I'm done! The media working as a 1990s rock band, the spin doctors, working overtime to rationalize and make excuses and just like everything else, no accountability. It's not her fault. Not her fault. What about all the medals? What about all the medals? Okay. Both things can be true. Simone Biles can have won many Olympic medals and still be a quitter. Both things can be true at the same time simultaneously. Now, uh, Biles has been universally praised for showing bravery. Uh, Showing bravery. Uh, CBS Sports, most courageous move she's ever landed. Headline. Yahoo! Dan Wetzel won some woke points with this story. Here's why Simone Biles didn't quit on Team USA. Now, we roll our eyes at this garbage, but I, I guess I'm in the minority. I hope I'm not, but it's hard to tell what's real and not because social media is fake. It's a bunch of, it's the matrix, right? You don't know what's real and what's not. There's a lot of bot accounts. Most of it seems to be generated by fakeness. So I don't know what's real or not, but making excuses for failures, which seems to be the rage of the time, right? The zeitgeist of the time. But she literally and figuratively stopped competing Because they were going to lose, and other people performed better than she did, and she could not handle the pressure of that moment on this particular day. It doesn't mean she didn't do it in the past, but on this day she didn't, and rather than finish what she had started, eh, I'm done. I'm done, skis. Final point. So to make things even more awkward, did you see what she was wearing there? She had all this this goat on, on the clothing there, celebrating her past accolades there. The goat. Of gymnastics. Imagine if Tom Brady had a couple of incomplete passes in the first quarter of the Super Bowl and decide, you know what, boys, I just don't have it today. I'm sorry, I am, I'm done. Uh, that's it. I am out of here, and I'm, I just can't do it. I don't want to do it. I'm done. Can you imagine if Tom Brady would have? Oh my God! Uh, and when you're a gymnast, the Olympics are your Super Bowl. That's it. I mean, this is the the big stage. This is the. Only time in the calendar where people go out of their way to watch gymnastics. Sorry, not sorry. And this is going to be a negative mark on her sporting legacy. Now, what is my evidence here? Roberto Duran considered the best lightweight ever, right? But what is he known for? When I I hear the name Roberto Duran, if you're boxing, I'm a casual boxing fan. When I hear Roberto Duran's name, you know what I think of? No moss, no moss. That's what I think of. Scottie Pippen, Hall of Fame basketball player, wingman for the 1990 Chicago Bulls. When I think of Scottie Pippen, the first thing I think of of him quitting. He refused to go into the game because Phil Jackson at the end of the game called a play for Tony Kukoc and not Scottie Pippen. That's the first thought. Boy, if only Scotty was around today, can you imagine? If that same incident had happened today, Scotty Pippen would have claimed, oh, you know, I just, I, mental illness, and he would have gotten a Netflix documentary and covers on magazines and everyone would be bending over backwards. But as I remember when Scotty Pippen did that, and I was doing sports radio at the time, we were killing Scotty Pippen. We were ripping apart Scotty Pippen and he deserved it. And, and so you know, it doesn't mean he didn't have a great career and didn't accomplish a lot, but, that, that moment right there, that's a defining moment. And when you talk about their careers, these are the things that that pop into your head. And one of the guiding principles of athletic competition, it is a test to see who not only the biggest, fastest, strongest competitors are, but there's a phrase, uh, a Hall of Fame sportscaster, uh, Chicky Baby, Chick Hearn, uh, came up with the, the pressure cooker, right? You're in the pressure cooker late in the game. Who can make it? Make the plays there? Who can handle the pressure cooker? Mind and body, and can you compartmentalize and lock in on your target? Do you rise to the occasion, or do you fold like a poorly made beach chair and you start cracking under pressure and just, ah, I'm not going to win today, so I'm done with the marbles on the line, all the marbles on the line. Now we have never, and we should never, commend people who give up. I, what are we doing? Sports are supposed to teach a life lessons. I thought that was the whole deal, right? You're teaching younger people this is how you live your life. Well, don't quit. That's what, I think that's an important lesson. When you have a job, things get tough. Ah, I'm done. I'm not going to show up. Uh, no, that's not how. That's now how a grown up does it. And now I realize that corporate America feels much differently. In dollars to donuts, I will bet you that Simone Biles will get the Naomi Osaka package. She'll get the magazine cover. She'll get the Netflix documentary. She'll get the endorsement deals. The full Monty as we celebrate the act of going AWOL. The act of going AWOL. And that is where we are right now at this moment. And it's pretty depressing, pretty depressing that now we are no longer finishing what we start and taking pride in our work and all that. No, no, no. It's give up. And we used to make jokes about the French military quitting, right? That was always the the running gag for years. Well, okay. We got a lot of athletes now that are really cool with giving it up. And people seem to love to give them shoulder massages for this activity. It is the Ben Maller Show. You want to comment on any of that, you can join us here at 877-99-ON-FOX. If you agree, disagree, doesn't matter. We don't care. All comers welcome here at 877-99-ON-FOX. Well, the inspiration. What was the inspiration? We'll get to that, and we promised this last hour we'll pay it off. A big-name NFL player who recently changed teams being accused of money laundering. What is that all about? We'll get to that story as well, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11
5: p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time.
7: Late at night Alley cats are creeping They're looking for Some place to go The night owls are up Sleepy heads are sleeping, it's time for the
2: Ben Maller Show. Most are unable to lend an ear to the Ben Maller Show all night long, but with podcasting, you get caught up on unique show moments that you might have missed. The Ben Maller Show podcast is available on iHeart, and wherever you get your podcasts, a piece of cake, and upsets the corporate guys. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, some of the reaction,
4: my colleagues in radio, other radio no, professionals. It just
2: ain't
7: the same.
4: So I hate talking over a vocal. No,
7: never
4: seen no like the blues. I love the blues. And it just so a couple of my, my radio buddies, one of them said uh, that she, she will be on the cover, Simone Biles on the cover of Time and then get an ESPY. Yeah, I'm thinking I, Simone. I totally agree with that. Profile Encourage Courage Award. What do you think, Eddie? Profile Encourage Courage for some. Well, that's a tough race with... Naomi Osaka and Simone <laughs> Maybe Biles.
2: Maybe they'll share it. <laughs> <Yes>.
4: Co-winners. <laughs> but neither one will be on stage, though, because they don't want to be. Well, actually, oh, they no, should, they'll show up no, for they'll, that. They'll, they'll yeah, they'll be, for there, that. they'll be there because they'll be giving them a, a bubble bath. Uh, so that, that will be going on, throwing rose petals at them. So that will happen. And then a, another buddy of mine, I don't know if he wants me to say his name or not, uh, who's on the East Coast, does radio, pointed out that Dan Marino was the same age as Simone Biles in the Super Bowl as Biles is today and uh, imagine if Marino had pulled uh, this in the huddle and told Don Shula you know I just need a break you know I'm done I'm not uh, but yeah I mean listen and I get these guys are all around you know, my age or in that age range and so uh, that's how we were raised but uh like, can you imagine if this continues down the line, like 15 years from now, what this is going to be like? It's gonna you're gonna have the Super Bowl postponed because the star quarterback just doesn't feel like playing today. Give him another week, and, and then he'll be good. Uh, let's see, James the Machinist says, "Does she still get a medal?" I know we hand out participation ribbons to everyone. James the Machinist says, but I think you are still required to participate to get one. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, so uh, he says maybe that's changed as well. Manic Mike from the Music City says, good monologue on quitters, Ben. Uh, Now I feel bad about myself for working two jobs at 80 hours a week. I quit one job because I just couldn't do it anymore. There you go. Uh, Just Josh in Cincinnati says, I witnessed a quitter yesterday at Chipotle. A girl behind the counter could not figure out how to wrap it. Uh, She called it the Struggle Burrito. There you go. Very funny. All right. And let's see. Page down here. Page down. Midnight Walker in the Twin Cities. A-plus Malheur monologue band. I remember uh, when Carrie Struggle did that last vault and struck the landing with a broken leg. Uh, She had to be carried off the mat by her coach. She had the heart of a lion. And then he uh, rips uh, Simone Biles here, having the opposite of the heart of a lion. That's
2: the wrong. That's the wrong animal. Where's oh, oh, That's, that's it. the lion. We, we've got to get
4: lion. the sound effects right. This is a high, fine, fine-oiled machine here that we have in the overnight. The burner account from parts unknown says, "Benjamin, I am outraged in your voice with these pampered pussy willows. Uh, when they win, they want all the perks and the ass kissing, and let them know." They're great, but when they lose, they duck the media. How about the cancel culture, just uh, cancel sports? There you go, a bunch of soft athletes. He's ranting and raving and all that. The Russian kid says a fire monologue. Bravo, Ben. The new generation is scary. Uh, He says, imagine our country at war with bad guys and our future presidents decide to quit the battle. Well, is this just an American thing, though? I don't know. I mean, is this everywhere, or is this just like an American phenomenon? Is this disease in America, or is it everywhere? Like, if we go to war with China, which wouldn't, we wouldn't go to war with China because everyone's got nuclear weapons, but if we went to war, in a conceivable traditional old-school war, like a ground war, would both sides just be like, I don't feel like fighting today. I'm good. You know, I don't, I'll get you tomorrow. I'll check back tomorrow. Calvin in Davenport says, great monologue, man. Cannot wait till the 2060 Olympics where nobody keeps track of any times or scores and everybody gets a gold medal because who cares about competing to be the best? There you go. A right. uh, lot of that kind of reaction. Key says that my take on Scottie Pippen was a bad take. And Chip says, I hope the USOC makes sure that Simone Biles gets her participation trophy. So that's uh, what he said. Daniel, the actor, says, does your attitude change if Kenley Jansen had that mentality and tells Dave Roberts, coach, I don't have it today. Now, Kenley doesn't need to say that because I know when he comes into the game, he doesn't have it. So I'm shocked when he gets anybody out at this point, the way he's pitched lately. Pathetic. Let's go to the phones, though. And uh, we we had Charlie on before, so we'll finish up with Charlie. We'll get some other people on. Hello, Charlie in San Antonio. Uh-oh. All right, we're having technical difficulty with Charlie. Are the phones completely down, Coop, or are other lines working here? Should we not take any phone calls? Uh,
6: So the phones are working, and everybody's on hold, but this little box that
4: I use. Oh, just shake the wire. I had that that
2: problem. You just got to move the wire. I think we're good. Yes. (laughs) Shake the wire. Yes. It's like jiggling the handle on the toilet. Hey, pass the wire.
4: (laughs) (laughs) When I had- the, uh, the fire, my hot take lit the equipment on in the home studio last week, and I had to run in there. I had a similar problem, and so what I did is I just, we have this, this uh, what do you call that thing? like It's not a Comrex. What is the box there, the phone system? And so you just got to shake the cable. The cable was great when it was put in in 2000. It was the top technology in 2000. But amazingly, <laughs> after 21 years of use, it's not quite holding up that well. What's going yeah. on, Charlie? Ben, ben advising you shake not- the cable. <laughs> Uh, shake, <laughs> and, uh, shake, it, shake it good Remember the old school video
8: games Where you used to blow the cartridges Is it kind of like that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty exactly, much You exactly. just gotta get rid of
4: the dust yeah, blow, blow, And it'll work all of a sudden Yeah. yeah.
8: And, and Chris that was an incredible take In the same Senate In the same breath You defend uh, an accused predator And then a quitter Like uh, even uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's attorney Begging for bail Thinks that's a little uh, arrogant on your part but uh yeah i don't know what's going on with this yeah, it's and the thing about it is on twitter there were so many terrible takes and and applauding of bravery I, it just it blows my mind it's like it's simple she quit she quit just be real there's no way don't don't try to paint it uh put lipstick on a pig paint a little picture she quit you know like it's but I I don't know. Yeah, don't, no, it's
4: just I mean st- I don't even spend much time on it. You shouldn't spend much time on Twitter because it's just a bunch of people. It's like an echo chamber for people who's like, "Oh, she's so brave. Oh my god. I I feel so good for. Her. I stop. Stop. It's insane. But, it's insanity. And that's that's not, not real life. This uh, judging by the feedback we're getting here, people are agreeing with my monologue and I uh, I went ballistic. Exactly.
8: But speaking of terrible tweets, I want to introduce uh, Charlie's Clown Tweet of the Day. I think you're going to like this, Ben. we um, I hate to put you on the spot, but if you have, like, clown music or circuit Benny Hill or something, you know, can I hit that? We go live now to former Broncos DB. In response to uh, Ron Rivera uh, being a little nervous about people not being vaccinated, T.J. Ward, quote, just parked the riverboat. His health is beyond that of COVID. Maybe it's time to let it go. And he follows up that brilliant take with a smoking, flaming hot tweet. Don't blame players. Don't blame, don't blame the players for your lifelong health decisions.
4: Oh, wow, my shots God. Fired. <laughs> shots talk fired. Shots fired.
8: Talk about destroying your, your life in about 30 seconds. You know, uh, and I feel bad for Coop because his Twitter handle has that bright orange crushed jersey. So the, <laughs> yeah. so the average sportsman who knows nothing about sports and is dragging TJ Ward, are like, this Broncos DB, what a terrible human being. Can yeah. you believe that tweet, Ben?
4: Well, that's the that's the tweet of a guy who's... Done with the NFLs is what that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a guy that can, can say whatever he wants now because he doesn't have to worry about his overlords at the NFL getting, uh, getting upset with him. Yeah, but uh, but, but with Coop can't NFL. be upset. Him. With- he, he, he played with your Broncos, Cooper. they won the Super Bowl. He was on that team that beat the, the Panthers, right? That's right, the no-fly yeah. zone. There you go. So, that's your guy. All right, now, thank you, Charlie. Charlie's tweet of the day. What a staple that is going to be of the show. Until he forgets to do it the next seven times he calls the show.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me,
8: Rob Parker.
4: Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk. Featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor
0: and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table.
1: Hey, where are you? Coming!
0: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card...
1: Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you
0: made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel—it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com/slash with amex. The 2024
6: presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans, and yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates.
2: college football Texas and Oklahoma formally requesting invitations for membership into the Southeastern Conference Hook 'em Horns it Boomer now, Sooner It will take four uh, excuse me 11 11 of the 14 schools in the SEC must okay. now approve So I got uh, request. T- uh, Texas A&M as a
4: no vote That's for sure yes Definitely what like what are the other like bottom feeding teams in the SEC I'm talking Vanderbilt like Vander, Vanderbilt Kentucky in football Right, obviously, basketball maybe, maybe school, Missouri,
2: a little bit, Missouri.
4: Before. Yeah, Missouri. I could see Missouri. Like, hey, we got away from you, losers. We left your conference. We don't want to be uh, have you again in our conference. Hmm, interesting. Arkansas, maybe. When's the vote, Eddie? Do we know when the vote is? I do not know when the vote is. You do not now. know when the vote is. I would think it would be soonish.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, if this yeah. doesn't happen at this point, I I would be stunned. Uh, yeah. it just seems like a foregone conclusion, really.
4: Oklahoma. What if they start finishing with five hundred records every year in football after dominating the Big Twelve?
2: I think they'll be okay. I'm not sure about Texas.
4: (laughs) I mean, Texas hasn't been that great in the Big Twelve, so yeah. But there's a see the thing about the SEC is it's both great and terrible at the same time. People people talk about the the upper echelon of the SEC, which is outstanding, but there's a lot of crap football teams in the SEC also. So you got a little bit of both, both extremes in the Southeastern Conference. Southern fried football. So Julio Jones has some explaining to do, uh, as does former NFL receiver Roddy White. They have been sued. This is a new lawsuit, which has just come to our attention. Uh, former Fox Sports Radio update anchor Larry Brown. He's got his own website over there, and he's been doing that for a long time. And he had, had the story there, said that they've been sued by a cannabis company for fraud and money laundering on the the dark web the black market uh, Julio Jones Roddy White they got into the weed business called uh, Gen tick I believe that's how you pronounce it a cannabis business with that name filed lawsuit in LA County Superior Court a few days ago and they named Julio Jones of the Tennessee Titans and Roddy White. it's White's company as defendants. And they go through the whole rigmarole of what was happening and the inside skinny on this, but uh, essentially accused of charging ec- excess money for the build-out, giving money to a construction company, which happened to be the one of the guys, uh, Sons Construction Company, and all kinds of ethical violations which cross over to criminal violations and uh, it's uh, it's a pretty convoluted story there, but they estimated about $3 million in cannabis had been harvested and sold illegally per month, per month, uh, over an extended period of time. So, there you go. Uh, Roddy White, by the way, did uh, say that the allegations are completely false. And he says he did a background check and learned that two of the people involved are felons. Uh, who put the company's cannabis license in jeopardy. So there you go. So Roddy White's denying it. No word on Julio Jones uh, and his side of the story. So we began the hour talking about Simone Biles. She quit. She walked away from Olympic competition in the middle of the Olympic competition team event there in Tokyo. And let's check in what the stars have to say. Let's go to the star chart for Simone Biles and Andrea in Berkeley, the sports sorceress who keeps track, and she never quits a phone call early. She always finishes what she starts.
7: That I do. Andrea, what's going on? How are you, Ben?
4: I am wonderful. If I was any better, I'd be an Olympic gymnast, but not a U.S. Olympic (laughs) gymnast because they finished with the silver.
7: Well, you know, here's the thing, Ben. Astrology can be quite a permission giver. And what I mean by that is uh, Simone Biles, born March 14, 1997, She's a Pisces, and she's having Neptune conjunct her sun by transit, which can be very enervating and confusing, and basically. <sighs> so wait
4: a <laughs> minute. Ne- there's a hostile takeover by Neptune. Yes. Okay.
7: It's very. It can be very enervating, then, confusing, and makes you want to escape from the world. Oh. So this transit. Wow. Is, it's very rare, and when it occurs, it's like. Well, quite frankly, um, in a parallel universe, my dentist is born March fourteenth, nineteen sixty-two, different year, wow. and he messed up one of my teeth. He did a oh, filling. No. I'm oh no! Oh no! Really? Wow, bro! He, he did a filling. Feel- filling. It was too strong. The tooth wasn't strong enough. The tooth fell out. Now I need oh, a root no. canal and a crown. He needs oh, like no. oh
4: no! And you don't sorry? you don't want to go you don't want to go back to that. That dentist, right? Because he already screwed up. So you're like, I don't want to go back there. This guy messed up.
7: Right. And check it out, Ben. The outer planet transits last for one to two years. Oh! Yes. Very important distinction here. We're not talking... Well, Well, wait
4: a minute now. When did this start? Because if the Olympics had been scheduled last year as Mm -hmm. they were supposed to be without the COVID, then this would not have happened because there would no be Olympic coming. So she... uh, It's because of the COVID. There you go. We got a new excuse. Timing yeah, is life.
7: Life yeah. is timing. And, yeah. you know, Pisces is sensitive anyway. Let me put that out to the universe. And then when you get a Neptune transit, you're just really enervated and very confused, low energy. You want to escape from the world. It's like an identity crisis. It's like, who am I? And you hear her in the interview, she's kind of confused. Who? She doesn't, you know, she's like a shell of herself. It's quite sad. Oh!
4: Yeah. Yeah, No, know. It's a weird story, but I'm tired of people making excuses. I got to be honest. Yeah, well, with you know,
7: there's no way out but through. Eventually, she'll get over it, but not during this Olympics, not anytime soon. So, we got to manage know. our expectations. And, you know, it, sometimes life gives you lemons. You got to try to make lemonade. And uh, it's a tough one. I mean, this is, she's young. Yeah. I mean, this is yeah. a very, you know, spiritually, psychological, physically draining transit, it's very stressful. So she's trying to avoid more stress and just is wanting out, basically.
4: All right. Well, we'll leave it there, Andrea. So thank you. Appreciate it. All right. (laughs) Virgo in service on Twitter. Yeah. You can check it out there. She's very kind to the Amala Militia. And she'll give you the inside skinny there. She said that Neptune is invading the territory of the four time Olympic gold medalist. Uh, and that, that is the talk. Neptune. There you go. I saw some quotes going around from Simone Biles about how stressful it was, and she said that uh, she was shaking and could barely nap. There you go. They should remake the Michael Jordan food poisoning game, which I guess was they said the flu game or the Kobe Bryant thing. I say like, eh, they decided not to play because they just didn't feel proper, and they chose not to play. Uh, it changes the story a little bit. I would say. Also, there's a a story going around that the advertising community, the the trade papers are saying that they are very concerned here because of how many fewer people are watching the Olympics. Traditionally, the Olympics had been bulletproof that no matter what, there was a a certain audience that was always watching the Olympics. And it ain't happening right now. The, uh, the, The ratings for the opening ceremonies were terrible. They had a little bit of an uptick. On Saturday over the weekend, but supposedly the last couple of days have not been good. I know that the opening ceremonies ratings were down 36%. Almost 40% of the Olympic audience gone from the 2016 Summer Games in Rio. All right, straight ahead, we're going to have Mallard to the third degree. Mallard to the third degree. Here is the Insta trivia, the Insta trivia. So there are four players four of them in NFL history who have rushed for 1,500 yards and 15 touchdowns or better in two consecutive seasons. Now, three of them are named Derrick Henry of the Titans, who's just done it the last couple years, Terrell Davis, TD of the Broncos back in the 90s, Sean Alexander of the Seahawks in the early 2000s, and blank. Again, the four players in NFL history to have run for 1,500 or more yards and 15 or more touchdowns in two consecutive seasons, Derrick Henry, TD of the Broncos, Sean Alexander of the Seahawks, and blank. Fill in the blank. The answer, next. Doing it with so many guys. A lot of guys. A lot of guys. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: Listen up, Maller Militia. The Ben Maller Show is the show of the people, by the people, for the people. Join the movement and follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller, And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones, but he's more than the call screener. He's the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop-de-loop Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco fan Otani! Oh, And now live in the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: Third degree is warming up right now in the bullpen, but here's the Insta trivia. So four players, four of them in NFL history, have run for 1,500 yards and 15 touchdowns or more in two consecutive seasons. That list includes Derrick Henry of the Titans the last couple years, Terrell Davis, TD, Broncos back in the 90s, Sean Alexander, in the early 2000s, and blank. That is the question. What is the answer? And many answers coming in. And we have town going with Bruce Jenner as the answer. The Dukes of Hazard from Alf the Alien O'Piner, the Dollar General. Who else do we have? Uh, Elroy Crazy Legs Hirsch, guessed by the late-night drug tester, Ron Dane from Justin in Cincinnati, who continues to find amazing photographs all over the Internet. Laffy Taffy's going with Owen Hart as his answer. Lauren McCutcheon of the L.A. Rams back in the day from Chris in Des Moines. Eric Dickerson, guessed by James the Machinist. Jim Thorpe from Robbie the Brokenhearted Mariner fan. Emmett Smith, tossed out by Just Josh in Cincinnati. Tony Siragusa. From Travis B. The Goose. Uh, Dirk Diggler from Boogie Nights. From fin Fan John Ritchie. Guessed by Double O Mexican. Who digs in his bag of tricks. Prop guy got this right. Clearly cheating. Bad job by you. Darren Nelson. Viking legend. From the Midnight Walker. Deuce McAllister. From Scorpio Niner. Kevin McAttack. From Troy in Seattle. Some good names. Solid names. Marlon says the answer is Forrest Gump. He was told he did it back in the day. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Please. I do have an answer, Ben. It's Tim Biakabatuka. Uh, That's a great name, but unfortunately incorrect. Here's another great name from David in Seattle who knows where all the good restaurants are, Morgana the Kissing Bandit. Uh, The correct answer, though, is Larry Johnson LJ of the Chiefs who has gone Insane to the membrane on Twitter, by the way. Larry Johnson, my God, he's an amazing. You he should see some of the crap that he tosses out there. My God. All right, let's get into it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This
3: is when Big Ben gets grilled.
6: Ben, with the news that Aaron Rodgers will be back for what is likely to be one last season in Green Bay, uh, many assume that this was the last dance for Devontae Adams as well. However, there are reports that he's willing to discuss a possible extension. Ben, would you bet on Adams
4: staying or leaving? All right, so Green Bay is cheap, so if they don't offer him the money, he's gone. But if Green Bay ponies up the cash, Devontae Adams would be the village idiot not to sign. Right? Not you gotta sign. It's not about Aaron Rodgers, Wisconsin, the coach. It's always about the money. And Devontae Adams knows as long as the checks cash, he can play with any quarterback, as long as he's got his guaranteed money. A bird in hand is worth two in the bush. So you take the contract. But Green Bay's cheap. If they wanna offer him a legit big time contract, he'll stay. Next. So there is a report out there that claims that the Pistons turned
6: down an offer from the Thunder for the number one overall pick, that included the sixth overall pick and Shea
4: Gilgis Alexander. Ben, should the Pistons have taken it? Absolutely not. Listen, Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, whoever they end up picking, all those guys highly touted. You have to be a gambler in pro sports. Shea Gilgis Alexander's a nice player. He's not a superstar. I, I had him with the clips, you know, watched him play. Good player, not a great player. And the number one pick has cachet. You can sell the number one pick. You can you know, sell season tickets and get people excited as the centerpiece of the franchise, even if it's fake news. That's the key. Next! So after the Angels' 6 2 win over the Rockies on Monday, Joe
6: Madden was asked if he thinks Otani should win the AL MVP race. Uh, naturally, Madden agreed and said,
4: To me, it's not even close. Ben, is he right? Well, unless Otani's arrested with a pound of Coke and a stripper, I think he's in good shape. Like it's a two horse race. You've got Shohei Otani and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. of the Blue Jays, and that's it. There's no And Xander Bogart's good player. No, Rafael Devers, no. Those are the only two candidates. And typically the more popular player wins. And right now that player is Shohei Otani. And so, even though the Angels are mediocre, you, you got to put your money on Otani. How do we do, Loop? You passed this edition. There it is. Look how happy Koopa is. He's so excited. The only thing: individual awards for the Angels. The new Mike Trout.
5: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the Everyday Guy.